How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 1250 WSSP or 105.7 The Fan. Uh, This is the Cutting Edge Outdoors with Tom, Dan, John, and Brendan. Brendan. I better write that down, eh? And Brendan. Sergeant Schultz, as I once was. Yeah, yeah that's, that's where I... Sergeant Schultz yeah. is... You know, I can't d- even get that out. During the break, you might have... During the update, you might have heard me holler, Danny, Danny, come here. Yeah. Um, there, was a, there was a doe standing outside the door a little mm-hmm. ways away. and uh, But she ran away by the time Danny came out. So. She had offered a smoke. Yeah. She, yeah. Was, <laughs> she was standing She'd there. She'd come over and had a smoke with you. First, she was looking at me, and then Talk she put about her head kids. down and... Eating some more, eating some grass or whatever the heck she was eating, but yeah, she was. There's a lot of deer around here. A lot of deer. Yeah, a lot are. of deer. Um, I'm gonna get to my fishing report here. We did go out this week mm-hmm. and uh, tr- we trolled up three muskies and a pike. Uh, I had Sandy Flaster from Chicago, and he had his friend Dan out. And I don't don't want to mess up Dan's last name, but uh, Dan's fished with me before out there, and we actually got. The uh, three muskies pike, and we had a double header tom. Oh, really? Where a fish hit on a flat line, and I gave Sandy took that rod, and I I yelled at Dan to clear the planer board rod, and as soon as he went to clear it, a fish hit that one. Oh, wow! And he got the one on the planer board, and Sandy lost his fish. Oh. And up to that point, Sandy had caught only the pike, so we mm-hmm. were calling him. But it was a nice we, pike, right? We, yeah, nice pike, but he he's getting you know he's kind of selective. He 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 doesn't respect those. Whoa, the weird, the aliens are here. The aliens okay, are take here. John, not me. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Take him, hey, you hoser. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we got to save that sound. I kind of like it. Yeah. So anyway, we were calling a Sandy uh, Pike Boy, Northern mm-hmm. Boy, and because he's an expert pike fisherman. <laughs> Isn't he the one who caught the three pike with yeah, you? Yeah, he caught three pike last week. Yeah. So he's on a roll with the pike. But yeah. then he finally he redeemed himself. He did catch a, the 40-inch muskie. So oh, that's he good. came through. That's good. A lot of bait fish out there in deep water right now. Yeah. A lot of bait fish out there. So I think a lot of the fish have, uh, are out there suspended now. And the trolling bite, I normally don't start doing it till after the 4th of July. But mm-hmm. as we all know, it's before the 4th of July. So 
water temps are up to 77. Yeah. And uh, anytime I see it hit that 77 mark, then I pretty much know that the troll is on. Yeah. And just want to remind everybody in this second hour that at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle, all non-musky rods and rod and reel combos are 50% off this weekend for the July 4th weekend. So today and tomorrow, 50% off. Now, I don't know if you guys are going to be open on Saturday, oh, yeah. on, on July 4th, No, on they were Monday? fighting with Loey about that. The about technicians told me they they would prefer to, have you know. Off. But I guess they're going to have it open part of the day or something in like that. In the morning, that. maybe? I don't know. Oh, on July fourth, yeah, we've always yeah. done it. It 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 closes when the lot gets full, and that's yeah. normally about two three o'clock in the afternoon. I think it'll be before that. Yeah, because well, otherwise, July, otherwise, you, you, it's going to be a zoo. Yeah, man. you got the big fireworks too, right? Yes. Yeah, so it's people gonna are going to launch their boats. They're going to all park on the east end and watch fireworks. It's going to be nuts. While you're at Smokey's, however, pick up some slammers. Bill Schwartz's yeah. slammer crankbait. Yep, they because got a bunch of those. that's what they're biting well, on out there, trolling the slammers. Right trolling and casting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, slammers. Yeah, those are good baits. And those, and he makes them too good now. Before, Plastic. when they were made out of wood, there there was a little bit of, uh, uh, what do they call that? Variancy? Uh, no, it was... It, uh, they time, get destroyed time, after time a while. obsolescence. Planned yeah. obsolescence. Yeah, eventually they'd get beat up tore up in that but now he makes them so darn good they last almost forever like they're yeah. they're like indestructible you know so he's making them too good yeah, muskies will lose teeth on them yeah so those are really good the slammers but then again over at Smokey's, uh you at musky bait and tackle you got man oh all of the what lake explorers yes you know they sold out of the whole order it, that's the second that was a order ten thousand that... dollar order and it's they're all gone yeah, but that's uh, the second order. No, that was the first order. First order, but now the second order's in, right? Well, yeah, but now you're gonna have to wait it We're, six to eight weeks. Ooh, well, whatever. Yeah, they said it's gonna be earlier than that. The I guys hope so. Did. I hope so. Yeah. But I I couldn't believe it. I'm out at the shop on Thursday, and I and I said, Ron, what happened to all the Lake Explorers? They're all gone. Every one of them, ten thousand dollars worth. It's unbelievable. Eh, musky fishermen, they're all yeah, like musk- fans, and, and those you know, aren't cheap baits either. Two years no, from now, it, it'll be another bait that it, yeah. everybody will be clamoring for. Remember when the train, or sure. the diesel? Yeah, the diesels came out. Yeah, Remember the diesel looked like the, the, the DB4? Yeah. yeah, they got diesel still at your shop. Yeah, yeah. they still got yeah, I mean, That one was the one that did just what the... the uh, everybody was buying what them? The X, yeah, they wouldn't buy one, they'd buy six. Yeah. That's what we got to come up with. We got to come up with a muscular that people are going to buy like crazy for a couple of years. Listen, you know? I have a secret weapon musky lure Uh-oh. that I just bought this week. Uh-oh. And Tom, yeah. I guarantee okay. it's going to work when I go casting for muskies. Okay. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yep. I ain't going to tell anybody what it is. Oh. Then it wouldn't be a secret. Yeah, that's right. It wouldn't be a secret. This, uh, you don't need it. You got this book up here, Fishing for Dummies. It says Wilderness <laughs> Survival for Dummies. So I see why you uh, catch fish because you're reading this. Oh, book I was about I uh, I tried a new color of the. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're using chompers or senkos or whatever, but normally I love that watermelon red in for wacky fishing. You know, in the you know in the worms, the watermelon red has always been real good to me. And I like that. That's my favorite color. But, or watermelon red flake, I should say. I tried uh, m- pumpkin seed. Now, pumpkin and watermelon are two different 
colors. This was pumpkin seed. It's it looks different in the water than the watermelon red. Okay, and it's just it, it's like a greenish with black spots. And I yeah. tried that this this week, and that works just fine. I think that's what I've been using. It works good by yeah. by the pier because I bought a bunch when John yeah. sold them out last year. I think yeah. that's the one I've been using. Well, uh, pumpkin kind of a, seed, kind pumpkin of a, seed. Kind of a green. It's a greenish, yeah, with yeah. black spots in it. And yeah. I tried a red one, just a plain red one. Oh, and plain red. Didn't I, work that good. No, I'm not hot on those. I, I've, You know, in my well, box. What about, the hot, huh? what, what about the red with putting the black on it? I mean, you've got one like that. Is that. Oh, you mean watermelon with red and black spots? Yeah. Yeah, that works. You know, yeah. If he's got the that color got, lure, he can, you can. Yeah, we, if a guy's got. All of them that are watermelon, he can go and make them. No, you can't. We're not talking crankbaits, John. We're talking plastic, plastic worms. worms. Plastic okay, worms. where's our next fishing trip? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what did the alien next to you say? Yeah. But today, <laughs> any I'm, more suggestions from to, that ghost yeah. over there? Today, I'm going to buy a bag of, uh, you know, and, and normally I always use chompers, right? Yep. But I'm going to buy a bag of Senkos today because chompers doesn't make this color. Oh. It's a, it's a, it's like a water. It, I don't know if it's watermelon or pumpkin seed, watermelon seed, pumpkin seed, whatever. But it's got a chartreuse tip on the tail. Okay, about the last half an inch. And that's is chartreuse. The, that's the killer. Uh, Wacky I've, rigged. Yeah, I've heard from a number of guys that that's a Word hot, on hot the one. Street. Yeah, so I'm gonna buy a bag of those and I'm gonna try that. You yeah. know, and I can't try it tomorrow, which I would have done, but. My son took his boat up north. Well, you know what? I... <laughs> <laughs> he took it up north with him, that son of a gun. What I need to do is bring in, I got a box with all kinds of hooks and stuff for plastics. Yeah. I need to get together with you and you yeah. tell me which hooks are for what type yeah. bait. Which and ones For to which keep, type which... of rigging. Yeah, yeah which yeah. ones to keep and get rid of. <clears throat> yeah, and then maybe I'll go over by you by Sherpers. Do you, uh, do you sell the hooks yeah. there? Yeah, we you have could tell me. Hooks. I want to get an assortment of all the types. And the weights, so I can Texas rig, Carolina rig, wacky well, rig, here, and I'll have tell you, I'll all tell the hooks right that now. I need. I number one, I use the VMC three aught wacky hook. I've got those. Yeah, VMC. I've got a bunch of those wacky, wacky, wacky hooks. Yeah, and guys, guys listening out there, write these down. Yeah, the, the, they're out at Smokies too. Yeah, both okay. Shippers and Smokies. Then I use a True Turn, uh, one, two, or three aught plastic worm hook. Uh, if I want to rig it Texas style or weedless style. Okay. okay. And then I use either a Charlie Brewer slider head or, um, oh, I'm trying to remember the name of the goofy thing, an owner weighted plastic worm hook. It's got like a 16th ounce weight in the front. Okay. And you rig that weedless style. That's fish for fishing the uh, the deeper edges of the right. weed lines. Or sometimes I'll use that when I'm throwing it in the weeds, and I want it weedless, but yet I want it to get through those weeds down in the bottom a little bit. Right. Yeah. Well, I had so a those good, three. Which now is the Texas rigged with the the weight right by the the plastic, or is there's one Carolina one's Texas? Car- Carolina is where the weight is a, like a foot foot about a foot and a half away. And there's a little yeah yeah okay. It's about a little foot and swivel a half or something. <clears throat> no, yeah. actually, you don't need that. I found that. See, a lot of guys with the Carolina rig, what they've done is they've attached a swivel with a little leader line to the Carolina rig, and they got the weight above the swivel. Okay. Right. But what I do is I just take a toothpick, okay. Okay. And I use a bullet nose slip sinker, and I put that toothpick in in there about a you know foot and a half above where the plastic worm is, and I jam that that toothpick into the front, 
And when it hits water, it swells up. That sinker stays right there. But yet I can still slide it up enough if I wanted to make it a little shorter, a little longer. How do you attach the toothpick to the line? Right. I, atta- I, I shove it in the bullet nose slip sinkers. There's a hole. Oh, I see. And I shove it in the hole. I see. And then so break it off. So you got the bullet then, nose sinker, the line's running through that, yeah. and then you jam the... the toothpick in there, the round toothpick, and then break it off. And I but can, right sli- up- and I can sli- slide that up and down so anytime. it's kind of like yeah, us. It yeah, pegs slip it. Sinker. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, it pegs it right there. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But well, that's now, a good tip. Mm-hmm. That's a good tip. You can but adjust now, it then. But now, when you put it in, you should put it in as green as possible. Well, it's dry. Yeah, you so it's dry, dry, and you shove now it in it, and break it off. And, and then yeah. the water, when when the wood absorbs the water, it swells up and it just holds it right there. Yeah, then hold it in, but you still can move it. Yeah, you can still slide it up and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can still move it. So it's it. Still, it stays a slip sinker while it's also just a sinker. Yeah, but it's it's not a slip sinker in the, in, in, in the term of where... Uh, so that's called Carolina rig. Yeah, Carolina yeah. rig is when the sinker's away from the bait. Uh, te- Texas rig is nothing more... And the Carolina rig is rigged weedless as well. I had some little bullet or kind of cone-type yeah. s- sinkers, and I was Texas rigging. Mm-hmm. A couple of years back, I, and I'd hook just the regular plastic worm mm-hmm. and chuck. I was catching bass yeah. that way. I thought it was pretty cool. You'd yeah. feel the, the tick, tick, tick. I don't know where they came up with all these names, Carolina, Texas, or, or Alabama Supposedly rigs and all that. Me. But the thing is, it's basically a weedless rig that's right. on, on, on a plastic worm hook. And the plastic worm hooks are larger than your normal hooks, and they got a special bend to them. Right. So that you can rig them just right. Well, that's you know, why I got to show you all the hooks that I have yeah, in the yeah. bends. So you, I'll sort yeah. them by which ones I can use for this and yeah. which I can use. Uh, grub. Uh, I had bought some five inch Kalen's grubs because yeah. I heard the the grubs were good for the smallmouth. Yeah. And, but then I read you got to have a special kind of a jig uh, to use well, with the grubs. Special, it's not so much special, a, but you want a, a long... mushroom, mushroom head jig. I it, think that's what they kept. It doesn't matter as long as it's a weight. It doesn't matter as long as you got a longer shank on it. Okay. You need a lot longer shank uh, because if you got a five inch grub, you don't want some little short shank that's only uh, you know an inch long. Right. You want it right. about two inches, two and a half inches long. You know, you just need a longer shank. Yeah, I could all. never yeah, find they, any decent hooks. I never used yeah. the grubs. Yeah, they, they they needed to get rid of those. They got a big a big overstock in the warehouse of the long shank. Jake, who, who? So, whoever Danny was buying them from. Oh, that. Oh, so, I forget it. <laughs> okay. Now, do you get it, Tom, a... or not? Do you get he's high inventory? I think that... So we're gonna. Yeah, I get that? it. Yeah, I get it. Good I joke. Get it. I get it. Yeah, we got it. Oh, you know, you know the mushroom, all these different jig heads and all that. It is mushroom you know, head, yeah, right? But I you, couldn't it, find them. I went. But it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Jigs all up and down the yeah. aisles. Nothing. Nothing yeah. said mushroom head jig. It doesn't have to be. No. Well, my brother showed up and he was using a grub with a mushroom yeah. head jig, yeah. and he caught him up yeah. there in and Sturgeon didn't? Bay. Yeah. Well, we got go a mushroom to, head jig. Yeah. We gotta, find him. We got to go to a break, guys. So. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes, folks. Stay tuned. 799-1250 is the phone number, or email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. 105.7 FM, The Fan.
to the Bait Mate Fish Attracting Studios. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented <coughs> by Coleman Insect Repellents. You need your repellent this weekend. You need your yeah. bait mate to catch fish. I got to mention something real quick, Danny. Uh, Bruce sent me an email and said I didn't reply to him. I just sent him an email back. He said, yeah, Bruce, I did reply. Nice fish. He, uh, Bruce has been catching some dandy smallies like you were up in uh, Sturgeon Bay area. And, uh, well, you guys looked at the picture. Speaking yeah. of, this weekend, in Washington Island, the Sturgeon Bay, uh, the uh, Door County uh, smallmouth season uh, on Washington Island is normally closed until this weekend, yeah, and this that's going to be opening officially now. Officially open. And a lot of people don't take yeah. advantage, but if you could get across yeah. on the ferry, there's monster yeah. walleyes. I mean, uh, uh, smallies. smallies. What do you do, yeah. carry a canoe? Uh, yeah, you got a you got a message, Danny. Here, somebody sent us a couple of emails now for at ceoguys at yahoo.com. This is from Ralph. He wants to know how deep was Danny trolling? Uh twenty. L- now, does he want to know the lure depth or the what depth the boat was in? Well, maybe give him both. The lure. Yeah, give him give both. both. Yeah, if you don't mind. I'll give him what I want to give him, Tom. Don't <laughs> sit over there telling me what I'm going to give. If you don't mind. Mr. Mr. Lake X guy yeah, over I there. <laughs> Jesus. No, Lake uh, Y and Z. Actually, I was trolling between yeah. uh, 23 to 47 feet of water. That's wow. the depth of water. Yeah, I was yeah. out in deep. There's, uh, there's how schools. Deep, how there's, deep were your lures there's, going there's, down? There's, there's schools. You don't want to tell. There's schools <laughs> out there in deep water. No, every actually, the, the bait fish were all in the top 20 feet of water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, the, the bait fish were in the top 20 yep. feet of water. So I typically try trolling 10 to 17 feet yeah. down. Yeah. I vary. I stay yeah. down. Yeah, because you got how many lines out? 60. 60. <laughs> Nor- <laughs> if I got a couple guys with me, I only go with four. I don't yeah. try well, and go. Four's with- enough. Some eh? guys are out there with eight lines. That's they got crazy. a line in the prop wash. They got a you know, line off the front, line off their crotch, lines running out of everything, and uh, it's too much. Yeah, that's crazy. Trying yeah. to keep Sometimes those Sometimes less in order. is more. You ever see those guys on Lake Michigan? I mean, they got so many rods out. And and it's like it's like it's a fire drill when when they get a fish on getting close to the boat they got to reel in this line and that line pick up this and move all that move these downriggers and all that oh it's crazy hey you were you were gonna mention something you had a, oh <clears throat> well we were talking pike right yeah and you know being as you know Sandy Flaster is a pike expert now on my boat <laughs> pike expert guy I, he got one. About 38 inches, and they're healthy, fat fish, and the muskies. They're feeding well out there in Pewaukee. Uh, But um, in Fisherman had the 20 biggest pike on earth so far. Is Putin in there? Where? See if if, uh, Vladimir is in there. See if Vlad's 46-pound pike, which looked (laughs) like it was 46 inches. (laughs) Nobody could tell Supreme Leader that. No way. Okay, well... I didn't bring my cheater glass. Thanks, Tom. There might be a little dirty. But... Well, they're cleaner than mine. Okay. Uh, biggest one, believe it or not, Wolf Wolfgang Hoffman. Good old Wolfie boy, I'll tell you. That Wolfie could catch some pike. Uh, Wolfgang Hoffman, but he was a commercial, uh, commercial fisherman, and it was netted uh, in the Baltic Sea near Germany in 1998. 68.3-pound pike. Wow. I thought these were all supposed to be done by Well, the, just the biggest 
biggest ones. What do you mean? In fishermen. In fishermen just going, What's whatever the big, got to do with biggest it? ones around, no matter how they were. Next captured. one, Arno. Arno Wilhelm. Good old Arno. Arno and Wolfie. Uh, what a team. <laughs> Arno Wilhelm got a 67.3 pound one. 1983, Germany in a gravel pit in Dunstead. Uh, That's where one of them 2,000-pound uh, bombs left the gravel pit. Here's another <laughs> monster, number three, by some unknown. It says captor. Oh, it doesn't say fisherman. It says captor. Yeah, the captor is unknown for the third biggest one, 63.8, found dead. Well, that's not really a captor, then. That's no. just a, you, you're, you're a captor. If you, to be a captor, you got to cap, capture it alive. Uh, if you find it floating dead, you're not a captor. You're just a scavenger. So 1990, <laughs> yeah. Austria out of Langsey. Number four, Jorg. See, it's J-O-R-G, but yeah. I know, Tom, that's not J. I, I know. You don't say George. No, it's, it's Jorg. 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 Jorg Natsley. Jorg Natsley got a 62.3-pound 1979 in Switzerland out of Beeler Lake. And number five, Jay Boylan, a 60.9, 1948 Ireland. And if you go all the way down, the top eight are still over 60 pounds. Wow. When you get to number 10, it's 58.5. I do believe, Tom, there's been more documented northern pike over 60 pounds than there have been muskies documented over 60 pounds. Yeah, I, I, I would have to say that. Is there any from the, uh, uh, like, Canada in there? Hell no. From no. None from North America? None from North... It's all... It's all. It's all there. Europe. We've, we've got uh, out of the top twenty, it looks like uh, six were from Germany, and one from the USSR. Take that, Vlad. Only one. Oh. Hey, wait a minute. We got an email coming in. We got a hot one. <laughs> yep, from North Korea. Kim Jong Il said that he caught one that was 162 pounds. Oh, he beat Putin. <laughs> he, he beat Putin. And he caught it on two-pound test line. Hold it. That, that <laughs> other phone is ringing. Is that Putin? Kim, that could be Putin on the high <laughs> line. Oh, <laughs> Vlad there. Uh, and a bunch, a couple from Austria. Yeah. yeah Only wow. one from Ireland. You always think of Ireland. I've heard there's big pike there. But so, you, uh, see, you looks like Germany. You know, I learned how to speak German. Expreka Deutsch, aber nicht sehr gut. And... Uh, Gehen Sie zu Bett mit mir, mein Machen, something like that. That's propositioning a girl in Germany. I learned a few important things in German class in high school in case I ever got stranded yeah, there. All you need to know is, ich liebe dich. What? Don't. That's, that's like, not dirty either. That sounded really get, bad. Get your mind out of the gutter. It's German for a certain phrase. Or, du bist so schön wie eine Blume. That means you are as pretty yeah. as a flower. I learned that there line. There you go. So I'm going to go to Germany, catch some big pike, and try my pickup lines, which I've been <laughs> saving for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we we probably have relatives well, I think the German there. women have progressed. They're shaving their armpits now. So I, I was waiting until that happened. Yeah, now but I, they, but now they're I leaving finally, their legs alone now still. Now I'm finally going over there, and I... Now that those, being as I was psychologically scarred looking at those East German swimmers in the Olympics uh, years ago. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That'll scare a guy Look like life. man women. Hey, we got to go to a break, but after the break, we are doing the Trading Post, which is brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. Uh, here's the thing. 
If you have something preferably outdoorsy to sell or you're looking for something to buy, you give us a call at 414-799-1250 and we'll get you on the trading post. Hopefully you'll sell it or you'll find that magical item you're looking for. Or a man that'll snuff your wife. Oh, jeez. What are you talking about? He's <laughs> goofy over there. We'll be right back put, with more. You were, yeah. You're going out to the truck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're sending you to the loony bin, eh? Uh, the Cutting Edge Outdoors is uh, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. We'll be right back. The debate mate fish attack in studios. This is the Midwestern Shooters Supplies, Cutting Edge Outdoors. The Trading Post is brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago, where they have earned your trust in the quality products they sell. So give us a call at 414-799-1250 if you've got something to sell, looking to something to buy. I don't know. Whatever. What? But we'll we'll leave the lines open, you know. <laughs> You can call us if you got something between now and maybe like five to eight, you know. Or so we'll leave them open for that. Yeah, yeah you've got Nobody like a call, canoe I mean, to sell. You know, it's funny. Uh, some some weeks we'll have three or four people slightly call. Slightly used fireworks to uh, sell. Yeah, otherwise nobody calls. You know, sometimes people call, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're cleaning out the garage. Oh, look what I found. Hey. Hey, speaking of stuff to sell. an extra Black Hawk helicopter. I didn't know that was there. John Lehman over at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle. Bar he's got casino. A, he's got a lot of stuff for sale there. Old lures, um, you know, mounts. All Are you kinds selling of stuff. all those mounts that you oh, have? All the mounts. How about, how about <laughs> the goat? You want that goat out of the hall? I want that wolf out of the hall. That scares the crap out of me every why, time I rock around the corner. Why did you ever buy a mounted goat? He got a deal on it. Because it I was mean, there. There's it was, only one person in the whole state that someone would be able to unload that goat on, and I'm looking <laughs> at him right now. <laughs> go go to this musk, this bait shop. There's a crazy guy upstairs. <laughs> go and talk to him. He'll buy it. <laughs> hey, maybe hey. maybe Randy at Midwestern Shooter Supply would like some of those mounts. Mm. No, Phil. I, he's got. I know Phil shoots his shoots own. He shoots his and own. All. He's got all kinds. I don't. Does of he stuff. have a white goat? I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah, he probably. He's does. got rant. He's got everything sheep else. and everything. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, goat. Brendan, you didn't hear this story. I did not hear this story. John took a bunch of his mounts, took them over to the Antonium, which is the apartment building that they own. Okay. Yeah. Where they're living in. And you got to come down this hallway and make a left turn to go to the stairs, to go upstairs. I come walking down. I make a left turn, and all of a sudden, I almost crapped my pants. Did that wolverine scare the no, crap? No, it was, was the it? wolf was sitting there. The wolf, the wolf, he's got a mounted wolf sitting on its hind legs just looking. And when you come around the corner, it's looking right at you. It's like, oh, my God. I thought it was a big-ass dog at first. <laughs> you know, the, really, it, it, it made me stop. You know, I, I jumped back. Like, what the heck? Got to get that wolf out of there, I'm telling you. You're going to give somebody a heart attack with that thing. I had a drunken buddy I scared the crap out of years ago because I'd got my bearskin rug and I took it and I, I was too lazy. I took it up to the apartment and I draped it over a chair. 
where it's, and its head just happened to be facing the door. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and uh, yeah. Stud Buck came in at about 2.30 at night, drunk out of his mind like he usually was, and he about fell over when he opened the door. <laughs> All I heard was a scream. Because uh, he saw the head of this <laughs> yeah, bear, you know, and sure. he thought a mad dog or something was yeah. coming for him. Well, the funny, the the funniest one I saw was there was this one taxidermist in Brown Deer, I think he lived. Anyway, when you went down the stairs in his house, you went downstairs, and that's where his taxidermy studio was. Right. And to the left was his studio. To the right were some sliding uh, patio doors that went out to the yard, and he mounted a wolf. Okay. That was facing the doors, but had its head turned around, looking at anybody who came down at the bottom of those stairs. So it looks like it's look, you know, facing the windows, but its head is turned around, looking at you, just as if he like. So when you hit the bottom of the stairs and you see this thing, it looks like he just turned his head around, is looking at you, like who's there? Right. That scared the crap out of me that too. Scared the crap. Out oh yeah, man, that was that was pretty cool though. Yeah, you know, you ought to. They could sell those for people to put in their homes as anti, you know, burglar type device. Yeah. <laughs> big mean looking wolf. Yeah, big mean looking wolf. But anyway, but John's got a lot, a lot of stuff for sale over there. A lot and, of guns. Yeah, got some guns. Well, we don't want to talk about those, John. Oh no, I don't have any guns. No, you don't. <laughs> they also had Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle have got all the non-musky rods and rod and reel combos 50% off this weekend. If you need if you if you're Dan and you got eight kids and you need a combo for each one of them, Oh, I thought you were talking about guns. No, combo, rod and reel combos. If you're Dan, you got eight kids, you need Gumbo. a fishing combo for them. Gumbo. It's worth the drive to get them 50% off. It really is. It's worth the drive. It is. At the <laughs> price of gas, it's down now. And if Take you don't, a drive yeah. out. Then go to Waterfront Pub, have a brewski. Yeah. And I was just going to say, if you don't know where Smokey's bait, uh, Musky Bait and Tackle is, it's Kitty Corner from Curly's Waterfront Pub. And everybody knows where that is. Hey, right? speaking of Everybody's- the neighbor. Yeah. Speaking of the neighborhood out there, I'm going to give a shout out to a place for bicycles. Yeah. Do you have a bike, Tom? Not anymore. What, a pedley bike? No, not anymore. Oh, it's you great exercise. Yeah, I know. You, you should you get know. a bike. I try to stay away from that as much as I can. Start eating hey, good. Hey, Quit smoking. You Come can, on, buddy. You can tell it's summer. He's starting to get all these names and telephone numbers of the girls. I don't have one in them. front of me. What are you you're talking These are business about, cards, pro, you bonehead. Pro, well, yeah. Who runs DNS them? Bay the girls. Shop. DNS Bait Shop. Gene runs that one. Badger Real Repair. Is that Dave. Gene J E A N no. or Gene G E N E? G E N E. I stopped in the D- DNS Bait Shop in Madison and talked to Gene. Gene's a Tell good us about these bicycles. Ago. Bikes. Yeah. Well, you know, they closed the one big bike shop in Pewaukee by yeah. the beach at uh, Attitude Sports is no more. And that's gone. And, and of course, you got your wheel and sprocket stores. That don't open till ten in the morning. That bothers me because I'm driving out there and they're not what open. What the hell's till, the matter with that? Yeah, it, it, yeah. But like anyway, Macro M O K R O S cycle. Uh, it's it's owned by uh, Macro or owned, Macro owned by a guy named Mike, yeah. uh, and it's right on Blue Mound Road. I've driven by it forever. It's a small little shop, but uh, I took my bike to them. They they it? got it all cleaned up and tuned up. And he he does repairs, parts, sells new bikes. And the nice thing, it's a small, you'd like it, John. It's a small little independent shop. Where is it? Family-owned business. It's on Blue Mount. 
not far from Pewaukee, right by Waukesha, by the airport there. So uh, if you want a good uh, place to go check out getting bikes, that's a nice yeah. independent-run shop. You had some really nice-looking bikes in there. Yeah, I just had mine tuned up. I've got kind of like the hybrid-type bike. I don't have the racing-type bike. But that's what everybody's going to right now because they're not all they're, – they're doing the – what which you hate is cross-training. You know, they're cross-biking. Yeah, they've, Isn't they've that kind of hard to cross your legs and bike at the same time, John? No, I've I found it. It depends which way you're facing. If oh. your head is facing forward with your legs crossed, yeah, and pet, you're all right because you can see where you're going. Yeah, but it's if you're backwards, if you, yeah, yeah, then that doesn't I, work too well. Pedaling cross leg backwards is tough. It is. No, but Bushy's looking at us like, what the. <laughs> Biking is great exercise. <laughs> so is Brendan. He's looking at us as a goofy, too. He's what the heck are those guys talking about? <laughs> I can tell. <coughs> My comments are falling on deaf ears with these guys as far as yeah. biking and exercise. Yeah. Tom, nah. Tom wouldn't even walk over to his van to hand me a box of stuff out of his van to put in my truck. I he had just, to hold the he, door he open. He hit the remote button over yeah. here. Remote opened and, yeah. and had sent I, me over to open I, his door hey, to put I in my truck. I had to hold the door open. Somebody had to do that job or we would have been locked out. Okay. Honest to God. And, and oh, anyway, well, we got to go to a break anyway. And we got one more segment to go. We do. What the hell's going on yeah. All right. We got one more segment to go, 799-1250. And by the way, the trading post was brought to you by, and nobody called today. You got something to sell, Brendan? Huh? You want to get rid of anything? No, I'm, I'm fresh out of stuff to sell. How about uh, that jersey you're wearing hey, right off your back? You could autograph it for the here, kids. I got something to sell. Okay, good. Are you ready? Finally. A 12-gauge sawed-off pistol grip shotgun with sheath and bandolier and extra. It's a molly sheath with... Uh, Holds extra shells and all that You're stuff. You're selling that now? I think I'm going to get rid of that. I don't need that anymore. I there, thought we weren't a... selling guns on it. It's just me. I you thought... can sell them. Well, he no, can sell... you can't. Yeah, like, I'm the only one who can You don't have any. You don't have any. You said you don't have any. Is that shotgun legal, though? You had that yes, barrel cut off. Yes, it is legal. It Are is you legal. sure? Yes, it is legal. Because, matter of fact, the warden was it here, and I told him all about it. the warden. Or who was it? You had Sheriff Clark. Sheriff Clark asked me if it was legal, and I... Yes, because it's an 18 and a half inch barrel. It's a half inch over the actual length it can be. 18 and a half inch barrel, and it's I think it's 30, 31 inches overall, of which it's got to be at least 26 inches overall. But it's perfectly legal. Pistol grip handle, had it all done professionally. You're not defending your home anymore? Oh, I've got other things. Oh. <laughs> i got other stuff. He set a bunch of bear traps around his yard. And a wolf, mounted wolf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back with more of the Cutting Edge Outdoors uh, from Midwestern Shooter Supply Studios. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. No, no. We'll be right back, folks. Losing it. I know, I am. Welcome back to the Bait Made Fish Attraction Studios. We are in the final segment of the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Hey, Bushy and John. Yes. Um, you know, Heather over at that Casa Grande hair salon? Yes. 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 She said, yeah, Tom, send me a picture. She wants a picture of me. She said she's going to hang it up, but I, we know what she's going to do. They're going to use it for a dartboard. 
In that's the women's what, bathroom. That's what they're going to use it for. Either that or she's going to draw stuff on it, you know, like the the Mexican mustaches, glasses, you know, whatever. She's going to she's going to do something else with it. She ain't going to hang it up. Mexican it haircut is No, is, no. Is, you know, the big Mexican mustache. Mustard. You know what I you know, Isn't that racist? No. Oh. oh, we all know what that's like. Pancho you know, Villa. if we put a big sombrero, big hat on you, yeah. you he could come across as an is a grumpy Mexican. He could, I yeah, could, I could. Be you a, could put yeah. you in a movie. Yeah, I could be in a yeah, movie. You could be I like, was in a movie. You could I be was in two movies. Seriously, is a grumpy Mexican with no. a big sombrero? They could put you. I can see Tom sitting cross-legged, <laughs> leaning against. And someone asks him directions, and he goes, "See, si, senor," and pointing yeah. in a direction. We don't need no stinking go, badges. Which way to the? Which way to the saloon? Uh, all I would have to he say is, point. Uh, lifts the sombrero off his head as he's taking his. Yeah. Siesta nap against the side of the hut. Grande cerveza, por favor. <laughs> Large beer, please. <laughs> <laughs> Mucho grande beerski. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mucho gracias. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, give me that beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't What movie I, were you in? Um, What was the name of it? Major League. You were in Major League. Mm-hmm. What, what was your uh, part? I was, the- I was a journalist. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you have a speaking part? No, I did not. <laughs> if you're dipping for popcorn, you'd miss me. <laughs> so you were standing there holding like a, a, a pen and paper or something? Yeah, it's actually, I was standing uh, a few feet away from Bob Euchre, about four feet, five feet away from Bob Euchre. And, okay. Uh, and that one kid who could never get a hit, he got on. It was their first base hit. Okay. They were, they were a rotten team, if you remember. And then he got... So you saw me when he got his hit that we were all jumping up and down, all happy, but, you know, they showed the press corps, right? Right. And then he got picked off at first, and we were all doing this. And I can't say <laughs> what I'm doing on the radio. We were all doing that in front of him, and then I was right there doing that a with dis- Bob Euchre. <laughs> disparaging <laughs> And everybody's gesture. wondering, what, what was he doing? I can't tell you. It was, it was a, it was so you got to rent the movie. It was a naughty gesture. To see Tom Neubauer. Yeah, yeah, it was a okay, naughty gesture. Okay, what was the other movie that you starred in? To tell you the truth, I don't remember it. Well, I don't remember the name of it. One. I played, I be, played Detective Nick something or other. Uh, well, it was, what, yeah, it you was said called, you were a dick. This was, yeah. He uh, was a detective. Yeah, it was uh, two years ago. It was, uh, uh, it was a college film. That these college students had to do for their last project, okay? Yeah. And they had what to make not a short. Do for a living. They had to do a short film, and it's been aired in not in Cannes, but you know they have these different film festivals across the country. You know, these right, for right. small independent films. It's been played all around. These you know? college students are home down, living hey, at their parents because no, they couldn't was, get a job was, once yeah, they graduated. Exactly. It was played down at the Riverside. It was something about genie in a bottle. Or I think it was called Genie in a Bottle. How did they happen like to find out about your great acting talent and I'm, recruit you? I'm like a chick magnet. So <laughs> <laughs> Brendan's just shaking his head laughing. So, so they hey, recruited you, know, you. Yeah, yeah. Because well, same reason they did you get the talk in this one? Same reason they hired me at uh, at Sherpers. 
You know, they needed. Well, uh, they well they know that they, that they, I they understand because you know candy. about. No, they wanted eye candy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. But anyway, chicks no. going in the Yes, it was a, actually it was a long speaking speaking part. Did you have to memorize it, or did they have cards that they held? I am up? telling you, the hardest thing to do is memorize speaking parts. Yeah. If it's long, I mean, if it's short, it's fine. But I don't know how these actors do it. I don't know how they memorize those long speeches and that that they do. And I, I, yeah, I was, ter- I was terrible. That's all you did for a living. I suppose I could, it. yeah. Because what what the, what this director had to do was when I I would have to say like one sentence, and then he'd cut, and I'd have to look at the next sentence. Then he then he I do the next sentence, but he spliced it all together that he edited it to look like I was saying it all at once. Because it was it's hard. I have a lot of after doing that. I had a lot of respect for those for actors who memorize those big long speeches and that. But they screw up all the time. You see those oh, outtakes might. where they oh, yeah, you know they show them. Yeah. Uh, now, if you're Bill Murray, I've heard he stories makes... where he just wings it, where they got the general script, but half the stuff he'd do in a scene was just hey, him ad-libbing. Yep. Speaking of that, Caddyshack. Remember right. when he's holding the pitchfork up at the kid and he said, yeah, it was a looper, you know, a pro jack for the Dalai Lama. Remember right, that? Right, Okay. That was before they started shooting the show, and Bill Murray said to the director, he says, hey, just roll on this once. I want you to see what you think of this. That was all ad-libbed, that part. It wasn't even supposed to be in the movie. It wasn't written in the movie. Yeah. And, but the, the director liked it so much that later on in the movie, he put it in. I heard that same part where you know, he's a, when Chevy Chase went into his place, you know, yeah. where he was living. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was what? Ty and Carl. Were yeah. that the names? Yes. So Ty when and Ty Carl. and Carl, and Carl was Bill Murray entertaining yeah. him, that half the stuff he was doing they then was They were just making living. it up, yeah. He was acting goofy as could pool, be. The pool pond. Yeah, dude, you're both and, <laughs> Yeah. And didn't he put a rod <laughs> on one like of like his... Total didn't he put a, a reel on one of his no. rods? And, no. Okay. Just no. wanted to get this back. Uh, uh, back to fishing, fishing uh, hunting well, like all the time. Been, like, like that's, yeah, like that's like, going to happen. Like Lee Trevino during a rain delay at a golf, big golf tournament. He's Shot. got a Paul Popeil pocket fisherman. Oh, no. <laughs> he's, he's out there fishing in one of the ponds. Hey, you know, <laughs> that Popeil guy did make millions. Yeah, he yeah, did. And he's still making them. I but saw nobody's him. buying them. Do you, do, you, do you know the butler out of Chicago? No. Butler Golf Course. Still, no. still all four women and um, men only. And Lee Trevino there Wait, was in a, a race. That's a sexist place. Hey, yeah. Lee that Trevino can't exist. was there. Yeah. And, and he was, it. it was a rain delay, and he was standing, and he leaned the putter right here. Yeah. By and his crotch. A, and, yeah. and it was a water hole. The lightning hit the middle of the pond, and you could just see the lightning go all over Hit the putter, went right up and Oh, you know, he was hit by lightning twice yep. and survived both times. Lee Trevino? Yes. Yeah. Hit by lightning he twice. He was supposed to be a funny guy, too. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. He was. He was, he, he, he was oh, like a happy, should... jolly guy on the he golf course. The... I, I followed him around. He was awesome. Because he'd go, okay, you think I'm going to hit this long? I did, didn't I? Yeah. Talks. Right through his swing. Yeah, he's he's uh, the, what the what did they call him? The, the happy Mexican? Yeah, or no? that's what they called like him. The something Mexican yeah. or Mexican. Yeah, yeah. we're not saying that disparagingly. The, and the guy was, he and, had and, some and kind it, of a nickname. And it, and it was a former Marine too. Yeah, yeah. Lee Trevino, hey, pretty cool guy. For, yeah. for all of our people that that sponsor us, uh, 
thanks for everything, and God bless uh, you guys. Stay safe. Also, for all of the listeners, God bless. Stay free. Yeah, wait, what time? Uh, what, how much time we got there, Brendan? See, oh, that's two oh, fingers means I, 20 yeah, seconds. Yeah, I guess, I guess One we got to go. One would be 10, and three take, is 30. Take it away, Danny. I'm good at math. <laughs> that's it. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by... Coleman Insect Repellents. Talk to you all next week. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.